Welcome to the Business for Aligned Women podcast. I'm Honey. I'm a coach working primarily with women and specializing in aligned business, personal transformation and embodiment. Each week here I'll be sharing business strategy, business advice, tips and tools for you to think more deeply, for you to get more self-aligned and for you to start your week in the most conscious and intentional way possible. Welcome to this week's episode. We will be talking about planning and three things that you should be planning in your business. And this is going to give you a little bit of food for thought. It might be things that you are already planning or you have planned, or it might be things that you never imagined you would plan. To begin with, I want to start with my recommendation, and it's actually a motto, and it's something that you probably need to keep in mind if your business is service-based or if you're a contractor or if you work with people in general, and that is your lack of planning is not my emergency. I recently had this come up for me in my business and I kind of forgot about this motto and it got everything into a bit of a tizzy. And if I had kept this motto at the forefront of my mind, none of the tizzy would have happened. It's something that especially as service providers, if people are going to engage us late or push us back in time or not communicate their deadlines or their needs to us, we need to hold steady in our boundaries and continue to conduct ourselves with the integrity that we know we're all about. And if someone has come to you without any planning, feeling stressed out, feeling rushed, it's actually not your responsibility. And you should be attempting to conduct your business in a way where you wouldn't do that to someone else. It's so gentle and regulating to have a plan to engage people as they are needed with at least a sufficient time frame. And if you don't have a plan, you can't do that. So you are likely to be the problem and you are likely to be the one in a tizzy or the one with the drama. So let's get you out of that situation. If you are feeling a little bit stressed, you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed, you are maybe taking it out on people that you're contracting, let's let go of that and move into a more calm and regulated and clear and grounded way of approaching your business and your work. The first thing that I want to address is why should you plan? And I know that with my more spiritual woo-woo identifying clients and people in my community, they really push back against having any form of plan or any form of strategy. And I really want to reiterate to that group that having a plan or having a strategy, another way of saying that is that you're just in a state of intentionality you have a clear intention and you're moving towards that intention. And so if the concept of planning or strategy kind of puts you off, interchange those terms with being in intentionality. I also think something that's come up recently is like you can be a spiritual person and you can be a conscious person, 
that doesn't mean that you have to be disorganized and all over the place and lacking self-responsibility or lacking the ability to have pre-prepared, okay? You can hold these two things at once. I still meditate twice a day. I journal every day. I do my affirmations. It doesn't mean that you need to identify with being flowy and loose and disorganized because I can guarantee you, and I see it in my work all the time, I've seen it in my work twice in the last three weeks, if you are doing that and you are being that person, the one thing you are calling into your life is drama and the secondary thing is stress. Having a a dramatic experience and a stressful experience Please rebrand planning and rebrand strategy as stepping into a state of pure intentionality, being intentional with your time, your energy, your direction, your focus, and that is going to quell the vast majority of drama and stress that is happening for you in your life. Let's jump into three things that you can start considering to approach with much more intentionality and that probably means having a written plan somewhere and it might even mean that you have a coach or a mentor or someone who can help you come up with a realistic plan. That's probably the biggest piece of advice before I go into what I'm about to talk about and also into our planning workshop next week you need to be realistic and having an unrealistic plan is probably worse than having no plan at all. (laughs) So let's talk about these three things. The first one that you need to be planning, and I'm looking at this from a yearly viewpoint. So I go into my business and I plan 12 months in advance. At the start of the year or actually the end of the, the year before, I know exactly what I will be selling in each month of the year following. And if you're running by the seat of the pants, go with the flow girly, that might seem wild to you. I'm telling you we're almost in September and I have not had to rethink this. I have not got bored. (laughs) I still have things on my list that I have to do. And time goes so quickly. So if you plan a year in advance, trust me, It's not going to get boring. You're not going to want to abandon that plan because you will start to realize how long things actually take. And especially if the work that you're doing is creative, things require a lot of time in order to percolate and blossom in the way that they should. So this first thing is your offers. So throughout your year, What are you going to be selling? This could be a service or a product. What are you going to be selling? Do those offers already exist? If not, you need to ideate them. You need to come up with all of your marketing material. You probably need to do some back end and maybe you actually need to create that product. So for instance, it might be a digital download. You need to actually create that product and upload it so that it can be sold. If it's a mastermind, like the one that I'm running in September, I need to sit down and go, well, what are we going to do in week one, week two, week three? What are they going to get out of it? Who is this for? And actually sit down and work all that stuff out. So we don't just say in September, I'm going to be running a mastermind. We go, all right, 
in September, I'm going to be running a mastermind. How much time do I need to create that, to do any kind of admin backend or any kind of tech work on it? And can I do that tech work at the same time as marketing it? How much do I have to have completed before I start marketing it? And when should I start marketing it? And a little bit of advice for you, it's 90 days in advance of actually launching something. I see a lot of women confuse the concept of launching with the concept of hitting publish or hitting post. And I see a lot of women do one singular post on Instagram, static, and call it a launch. And then they wonder why it hasn't made them a lot of money or no one's seen it. And it makes me think of a local business here. I feel really bad for them. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but they're in hospitality and you could just see that the place was always empty and they had done no marketing. And today we drove past and the building is being repossessed. So they haven't made enough money to pay their bills. That business is under now. It's done. They probably have to go bankrupt. And it's exactly the same thing as what so many of the women in my community do. You don't open a restaurant or a pub or whatever and just expect that the seats will be filled. In the same way, you don't open up, say, your naturopathic practice and expect that randomly you will have loyal clients who will book in with you every week from the day that you hit publish on your Instagram profile. That's not how any of this works. Understanding how long and how much effort you need to put into marketing and not getting yourself in a tizzy about that, but actually being organized in advance so that you have those months of preparation and those months of actually speaking to it rather than feeling like you need to do everything last minute. The next thing that you need to be planning throughout the year, and maybe you do this broken up into quarters, mid-year and end of year, is your income targets. And I know all my woo-woo girls don't like talking about this either, but even my woo-woo girls come to me and they work with me. And one of the very first things that they say to me when they feel comfortable enough is, I want to be making £170,000. I want to be making $200,000. You cannot get there by osmosis. And if you've come from corporate, you might be really off put by the concept of having key performance indicators. But at the very least, you need to look at your offers, look at the price of your offers, and find out how many of those offers you would need to sell in order to get to that target. And then you have a goal to hit each month or each quarter. And it's actually really helpful because you might get to quarter three and realize I'm nowhere near my target. I have not sold enough of that offer. And then you can fully rejig your marketing plan or you can triple the amount that you show up online or you can start to reach out to previous clients and things like that. But if you don't know that and you don't have that data, what will happen is you'll get to the end of the year and go, oh my God, again, I made 40,000, I made 50,000, I made 100,000. But the goal has always been this far off kind of 
thing that feels really impenetrable with any kind of planning or any kind of goals, breaking it up into bite size and realistic chunks is the way to do it. Thirdly, and lastly, a little bit of gentleness for you, you need to be planning around your time off. So even before you look at what am I going to sell this year and when am I going to create those products, when I'm going to launch them, when am I going to market them, you should be plugging in or blocking out your time off. I strongly suggest time off every quarter. I usually do one week. If you can do longer, do that. And I do suggest going away for that one week, even if it's you know, just somewhere local, maybe you can't afford to fly somewhere, but just getting an Airbnb somewhere and taking yourself out of your normal routine. I do suggest one holiday a year, more if you can do it, and planning in little getaways and also what I call open space creative thinking time. In my own experience and in that of my clients, this was a really, really big one. And I am for a half day or two or three hours per week of my calendar is blank. I expect nothing from myself, but I'm not going to spend that time on social media or my emails. I sit there and I just allow myself to percolate, which might end up being a plan for what I will be recording in the podcast or what I will be putting in my emails. So blocking off time to recover, to replenish, both physically, mentally, but also your creative stores. If any of this is interesting to you, if you have never, ever done that and you have never thought of that and you never, every year you go into your business and it's just totally open-ended and you're going into every week not knowing what you need to be doing or what you need to be concentrating on, I have a workshop coming up next Monday, which is the 17th of July, 6.30 p.m. Sydney time. And this is the last of the casual workshops that I'll be doing this year. I just like to do a couple of one-off workshops every year. It's something that I plan. And I specifically chose this time of year because it is the new financial year in Australia. And if you have not been planning and you run a business it's probably a good idea to plan for the financial years rather than the calendar year. So this is a 90-minute doing workshop. It's not just education. You're not just going to be listening to me talking. It's not just concepts that you have to follow up on in your spare time. We're actually going to plan your next 12 months together. It's going to give you a framework and a notion board that I personally use in my business to plan out the whole 12 months. If you would like to join that workshop, there is a link in the show notes, or you can check it out on my website in my shop, or you can send me a DM and I will send you the link. Let me know if you have any questions about it. If it feels like it's not right for you, let me know. It is something that once you learn how to do it, you can do it yourself then every single year onwards. Thank you for listening. I hope that you feel empowered to allow yourself to be more intentional with your time and your energy and that you feel more empowered by the concept of planning rather than thinking it's something dry and that 
you have the option to come to the workshop next week to find a very realistic and gentle and doable way of planning a realistic year ahead. You can follow me on TikTok at honeybashan.com and you can follow me on Instagram at honeybashancoaching. I will see you next week.